Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Miss Miami? Uh, yeah, a bit. I mean, you guys go back, obviously. Yeah, every yeah. year, at yeah. least once or twice. You um, guys were out there for Ultra, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, ready to go? Cool. Um, I'm going to roll video here. Coming in here in three, two. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Dash Radio. My name is DJ Hoppa from the group Feeling Good. Very excited to have GTA in the building. What up? Hey, man. How are you, fellas? Chilling, chilling. Matt and Julio here talking to me about the brand new EP, somewhat brand new EP here. Uh, volume 3, Death to Genres. We're going to get into all of that. I want to go track track by track and really get in depth with this project. Um, but we should also catch anybody up who's been living under a rock and doesn't know who GTA is. Um, you guys came together through a mutual friend on Facebook. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm Matt. And I'm Julio. And yeah, we, we, uh, we're GTA. We met online, like you just said, on Facebook. We just had a mutual friend that was a DJ. And he was like, oh, hey, you know, this guy's making music, vice versa to him. And he just hit me up, uh, like a message one day and like, I was like started talking. asking for like <laughs> tips, production tips and stuff. Cause I was like starting out, um, on production and stuff like that. And I heard his stuff on SoundCloud. I was like, man, your stuff sounds so pro. Like, teach me. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and that's where and that's where the love started. Yeah. That's where the, the relationship began. Yeah. Do you guys still keep in touch with the, the guy who connected you guys up? Uh, not really, actually. Yeah. I haven't heard from him in a long time. Yeah, I haven't heard from him. It's so long. interesting how that happens, <laughs> right? Like, you just never know who you're going to meet, how you're going to meet somebody, and then where that ends up going. Well, you guys have been super successful with a lot of releases that you've put out. You've worked with everybody. Damn near under the sun. Um, but one of these moments that was certainly you guys have identified as sort of a moment that went from here to here was getting a chance to open for Rihanna yeah. on her Diamonds tour. 100%. Life-changing. Man, so t- walk me through that. And, like, what was that like getting the call? Because at the time, you guys weren't nobody at the time. I mean, you guys were doing a bunch of stuff. But, you know, I mean, to, into the pop world, that's a whole nother level. Yeah, I mean, when when we got the opportunity, we were just starting, um, like, touring. You know, I think the, the most amount of time that we were gone from home was probably, like, a week. Right. And, like, yeah. the most amount of people that we've seen in front of us at once is probably, like, 100 to 200 people. <laughs> right. And then, to then be like, boom. Exactly. Like, for you know, the smallest crowd was, like, what, like, 20, like 15,000? 15,000. 15, and it was, it, yeah. And, you know. The biggest was, like, 90,000. Jeez. Yeah. And yeah. it was, like, an hour and a half or two hours of us playing. And then, you know, it was open-ended because, you know, it, sometimes she'd be late or, you know, sometimes things. <laughs> right. It's Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then we'd have to keep going as DJs and... That was a crazy crash course into touring, but I mean, super life changing, of course. So wait, talk to me a little bit more about this because you know there's a lot of younger DJs or or people that are out there that don't understand that piece of it. Like, yes, your set is your set time, but anything could happen. Yeah. And in this case, this was a great example of like there would be nights where she just would be, like you said, just would be late. I mean, how late are we talking here? Uh, there were some times that she, I think the worst one, she was like three hours late. What? Yeah. Three hours? <laughs> yeah. So you guys are like, oh, we're supposed yeah. to stop. We're supposed to be done at I mean, 11. We, and well, we're- we, we ended up like, or like, all right, two hours, like our cap kind of thing. Cause then the thing is like everybody at the show is there to see Rihanna. They're not there right. to see. And then from their perspective, it's like our fault that she's <laughs> not getting on, you know? Cause like, why, why are you get off the stage guys? Like what? <laughs> We've had enough of you. Right. Like she's just waiting for you guys. Right. She's like back here. Like, please guys get done. Right. You know, like in their mind, that's what they think. That's crazy. What else did you learn from being on that tour? I mean, I imagine there were so many life lessons that you guys picked up and professional lessons. Yeah. I mean, um, just being in front of a different crowd every night, you know, um, and just experiencing um, what, you know, like how music travels around the world, you know, yeah. like uh, we found out pretty quickly that, you know, American music and, and things that are on American radio, you know, aren't necessarily everywhere. You know, right. Um, it might seem like a worldwide hit, but the world is a huge place. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like all those crowds are so different. So we definitely learn how to like adapt to, to what they wanted to listen to. And um, yeah, I mean, just and also a lot of things like touring wise, you know, mm. we broke like. Uh, packed up and and set up our our stuff every single day um you ourselves. guys did you yeah. personally did yeah, yeah. and right. uh we were in our own little van following the rest of the tour mm. we weren't necessarily like a part of the whole tour thing right um right. you know we were pretty much our own act following rihanna mm. and that's exactly how it was um we did we were in like this small little vw van um like eleven thousand kilometers i think it was in three months in, in wow. europe wow just just following them along and and 
just grinding it out. Yeah. What, what were some of the things that you were like, okay, that I'm definitely going to remember. That I'm definitely going to remember to do that next time. Or when, when we're at that stage, okay, I'm going to remember that. Was there anything that stood out to you? Is there anything? Well, we just, like, we, we especially we had no idea how much of it we needed to handle ourselves. Mm. So they pretty much was like, so you guys need to be here. These are when the shows are. Uh, we'll see you there. We'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> see you there, guys. Yeah. yeah and right. it's just like everything in between that and how to get there and how to put everything together, the hotels, like mm. all the logistics, everything like that, we had to figure out. And they gave us like, I think like a month or three weeks before the tour started to figure it all out. This sounds like a reality show, by the way. This yeah. sounds yeah. like this would Literally. be something that would be a great thing for like a competition <laughs> reality show. Literally. Yeah. I love that. I love that. All right. Well, so flash forward to today. You guys are, uh, we've got this volume three of Death to Genres. That's a huge thing for you. And by the way, for me, I that totally resonates with me as well. I think genres are so limiting. Um, I think that we it they're very subjective in terms of where we put the lines, right? Yeah. Um, talk to me a little bit about the concept and the idea of death to genres as a as a whole. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's just staying open minded about music. You know, listening and creating. Um, you know, I feel like kind of how you were saying. You know, genres kind of puts these lines and like kind of boxes people in or has mm -hmm. a tendency to do that. You know what I mean? Like right. a lot of people who listen to one kind of genre are, you know, get upset whenever they hear their favorite artist do something else or try something. Right. And, you know, I, I personally, well, we think that, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, just like a dumb thought really. It's just like, why would you limit yourself? Mm -hmm. And, you know, why would you limit what you want to listen to? Like, that's what makes life interesting. That's what makes, uh, you know, creativity interesting. You know, it's just trying new things and right. things that you might not be used to. Yeah. Right. And it, yeah, it's more of like not letting boxing ourselves in. I still like we still think that genres should exist as a way to describe certain sounds and stuff. You know, that still you still need to like categorize things. Right. But as far as being creative and creating things and, and listening wise, like just listen. Good music is good music. You know, right. It doesn't necessarily need to be this or that. 100 percent. So you, you basically just want to uh, injure the genres, not necessarily kill the genres, just like yeah. a little stab here yeah. or there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, like a little injury. That's all. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I want to get into some of this music. We've got four tracks on uh, Death to Genres Volume Three. We're getting into all four songs. Um, I kind of just want to start, man. I want to start with uh, which one? Man, which one? Let's start with Dun Dun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Damien Hendrix. Yes. Tell France. me. Tell me a little bit more about this record. Uh, so we've been uh, listening to Damien Hendrix's stuff for, I don't know, a few, past like, years. yeah, the past year or so. And he's just like kind of underground guy. He's kind of blowing up now, um, signed on Spinning. Mm. Um, and he's just making like the coolest, funky, like electro house stuff and kind of brings like that 2008, 2009 yep. electro, like funky electro feel to it. Um, and yeah, we just like hit him up. It was like, yo, we love your sound. Like we'd love to, to work on a track. He sent over an idea. Pretty much in a day, we finished up that that whole song. What did you use to hit him up? Twitter. Really? Twitter, yeah. yeah. Okay, just reached out to him. We're just like, hey, let me just DM you on Twitter real quick. Yeah. yeah. And and it, does that happen a lot where you guys are reaching out to guys on Twitter? Yeah, I mean, Twitter is definitely like the, where the DJs hook up mostly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twitter's the DJ hookup. That could be taken in so many contexts. <laughs> I almost choked. Man, yes. Right, but it is true. Yeah, yeah. Twitter is a great resource for, for that. Sure, for sure. And you yeah, never we know. Started, we met a bunch of other people on there as well and like started started the link through Twitter and Twitter DM. Yeah. There it is. There it is. You got to use the resources you have, people. Uh, here it is. Uh, GTA and Damien and Drix. Here it is. Done, done. Right here on Dash Radio. Don't go anywhere. It's the kind of shit that don't bring down the house. Don't, 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 don't. 
There it is, Dun Dun GTA in the building here at Dash Radio. My name is DJ Hoppa. Excited to have the fellas here, Matt Woo! and Julio, here in studio. Yeah. Um, yo, we were just talking about this crazy idea that you are, you you put me up on. Yeah. Like, there's a whole like Cuban subscription service thing because, well, we got into this because you were saying like you're you're on three shots of Cuban coffee right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but tell tell us more about this because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That people out there don't know about this. It seems like an underground thing. Yeah, so it's called like my abuelita service or something like that. I can't exactly remember the name, but it's uh like that. Also, is it a brilliant name by yeah, the way? If yeah. it's not called that, it should be called that. <laughs> it's something around those lines. But yeah, he um you it's like once a month, and they send you little care packages of uh Cuban coffee, um like the stuff to the little things to make tostones, uh like the seasoning, salsa completo, like all these little little things. Um, to make yourself, you know, Cuban Cuban dishes everywhere. That's incredible. No matter we need where a, you are. We need to get a GTA thumb drive in in the yeah, in yeah, the pack. Awesome, actually. We need you a know? soundtrack for that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be dope. Yeah. Um, oh. You remember that back in the day? Oh. You guys are too young to remember this. <laughs> Do you remember like? All right, so back in the day, they had this thing. What was it called? Columbia House, right. and they would ship you these CDs mm-hmm. every month. You would get like I heard of this I these of this. CDs yeah. in the mail. Mm-hmm. Man, that doesn't exist. I mean, well, CDs don't exist anymore either. But like, I'm just saying, like that that idea of being able to deliver something that somebody wants, yeah, or stuff that they don't even know that they want, even, and be able to dip that in like a care package. I think that yeah. that's dope. Yeah. We're on. We're, we're creating business ideas here on Dash Radio. <laughs> uh, myself and GTA. We're about to get this on. Don't be surprised if you see our names behind something like that. Um, all right, so we got more music to get into. Um, and you guys, before we got into Dundon, you were talking about being out on tour and some of the lessons learned from those early days. Nowadays, what is something that each of you needs to have on tour? Like can't leave home without it. Our laptops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's a, that's that's true. <laughs> that's like, I mean, if I ever left my laptop, I'd literally cry at the airport <laughs> or anywhere I'm at. I'd literally cry. I've yeah, done entire it before. life is in there. I've done it before where I've left like my bag with my laptop somewhere everything, yeah. in, the la- in the lobby and I'm like looking everywhere it's in my room for out. it. And, and did I, you find it? You I found did, it. yeah. I found it after I cried and had a breakdown. <laughs> have you ever, have you never lost a laptop? Never, never lost it? Never, never. Knock, never. On, knock yeah. on wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Lost other things, but not the laptop. Gotcha. And what <laughs> what's something else that people would be surprised to know that, like, you can't leave home without when you're out on the mm-hmm. road? I don't know. We're pretty, we're pretty simple people. Pretty simple people. Yeah. I guess uh, just anything to charge your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have um let me see do uh and then you know when you're going on stage when you're out on tour is there any sort of ritual that you guys go through before hitting the stage uh well i like working out every day yeah to get a little workout in okay that definitely improves everything um but then we also do like depending where we're at physically like between 20 and 30 push-ups really before we we've like 10 minutes before we play and then a shot of whatever we're drinking What's what's the uh, what's the drink of choice at the moment? Tequila, tequila, yeah, Patron. Okay, yeah, Don All Julio. Right. I'll go with Don Julio. 
So you got you, you have your separate uh, bottles of tequila then. You're I'm not, I'm not too picky. You're, you're I'm not, not too picky. picky. You're just like whatever. I'll, as share, as I'll, get, I'll pick up right. whatever he has. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, and I mean Don Julio, come on, man! Like he's trying to hook you up, yeah. Julio. That's what your father is. It? Yeah, I'm hooking him up. <laughs> right there, you go. Exactly, exactly. All right, I love it. Twenty to thirty push-ups. Yeah. Before hitting the stage. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I think we need pump. to do twenty or thirty push-ups okay. before, as we get into this record here, yeah. and pump ourselves up a little bit here. But <laughs> let's let's talk about this song. I want to play "Money" next yes. because this one talk about energy. Yeah. This song's got a ton of energy in it. And tell me a little bit more about this this track. So we um, we just linked up with Zach from Fiddler. Um, he had been looking to to work on like something different. Uh, he's part of the band Fiddler, mm -hmm. like we just said. Um, <laughs> And yeah, he just wanted to be, do something different. Like he he uh, had heard of our stuff, and um, you know, just like really wanted to, to to experiment on you know incorporating like his sound and his style into something electronic. And you know, we'd heard of them, and their band is awesome and so full of energy. Um, and we're like, hell yeah, let's fucking do this. And, and is this was was there a challenge in doing this to try to find a way to complement those sounds for you guys? How did this start? Did it start with something that they had already, or that he, that Zach had already? Or? We kind of just, uh, we kind of started like an idea, with some drums, and then he had brought a guitar over with like, you know, a skateboard pedal. Yeah, a skateboard pedal with distortion on it, and he yeah. just recorded some guitars, <laughs> yeah. and then that's how it started. Yeah, we, we just started building drums around it, and uh, you know, just kind of like went from there. And then he was like, "Oh, you know, let's hook up the mic and see, you know, uh, put out some ideas." And he just started screaming in the microphone. Right. Um, which is awesome. And yeah, we just, I mean, we worked on like two or three ideas uh, in total. One of them's like a full on rock song as well. Oh, besides um, this song. Yeah, besides yeah, yeah. money. Um, and uh, yeah, it just kind of came out that way. And we we're like, oh man, we, you know, we need to match that energy that we have, you know, during the whole uh, give me some money part and make like this crazy drop. Right. Um, for festivals and stuff. And that's pretty much what happened. Man, nice. I mean, you, you guys nailed it here. Uh, we want to get into this. Uh, don't go anywhere. We've got more with GTA in just a moment. But first, this is a track, another track off of the Death to Genres Volume 3. Here it is, Money, right here on Dash Radio.
I love that little 8-bit, like, <laughs> video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, man, are you guys big into get video games? Yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we grew up, like, kind of video game nerds. I used to play a lot of, like, Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Okay. That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, who's your guy in Street Fighter? Ooh, I mean, I'm, I was always mainstream. I was like Ryu or Ken. Okay. Um, he said I was always mainstream. mainstream. <laughs> I'm pretty mainstream. Yeah. What would be considered not mainstream? I'm just like curious. If he's like Blanca. Or Blanca. Okay, okay. So I used Blanca. That yeah. was my guy. I Blanca, used Blanca. Was really Blanca. You, you too. Yeah. yeah. Like biting people to death, right? Like electric that, eating. Yeah, just like the, 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 the electric. Thing too. Right, right. <laughs> that's that's such a great game. Games aren't made like that anymore, you I know? know, man. I mean, like back then is like the excitement for video games is just way crazier, you know, like that was like the new technology, but now technology is so crazy. It's like hard to outdo. Now it's like VR and you have to do it yourself, actually. And right. That's like the next <laughs> level now. It's like, yeah, VR. And it's almost it's it's like uh, it's one of those things where it, to me, it's so real yeah. that it doesn't feel like a game. Like mm -hmm. you kind of want to play a game to escape reality to yeah. some degree, you know, not like being another version of reality. Sure. I don't know, whatever. What, what I work in real life already. Right. I don't want to work in a video game. <laughs> right, make me work over here. Um, guys, uh, if you're just joining us, we've got GTA who is here in studio, Matt and Julio with me. Uh, we're going through Death to Genres Volume 3, uh, an EP that they put out recently here. We've got a couple more songs to play, including um, I want to play this song now called Step It Up. Yes. Uh, this is you guys and Bauer. Uh, talk to me a little bit more about this song. So uh, probably a little over a year ago, we were in New York, um, and we just we we've known Bauer for for years, um, and we never got the chance to like sit down and actually work. Mm. And yeah, we just happened to have a few days off in New York and um, hit him up. Actually, Kurt uh, from Flostradamus let us use his studio, and then uh, Bauer just came came over, and we were just working there. And yeah, we just kind of started this idea of like this, you know, step it up. Where right. It come, uh, turns out to be step it up. Um, and we had been looking, like we'd kind of finished this playable version of it for a while and we've been playing it out. But we always thought it was missing like this one little thing. And we mm. just um, wanted to have like a really hype kind of vocal on it. Um, and so we we hit up our our friend Jason from uh, Snappy Jit down in Miami. And he works with a ton of vocalists, especially out in Miami. Um, and he linked us with uh, Big Mac, mm -hmm. um, and then TT, the artist that he had been working with uh, as well. Um, and then yeah, we just kind of like like worked on the vocals from there, and and kind of laid it out over the track, and and just tried to make it as hype as possible. Talk to me a little bit when you guys are creating, and when you're you know in a situation like this, is there some place that you typically start with? Do you typically start with drums or? Yeah, I mean, I think between me and Matt, we probably do start with drums. <clears throat> 
uh, that's kind of like our forte, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, depending on what we like, any idea, whoever throws the first idea, we'll go off of that. Mm. Um, in this case, in the bower track, we definitely we started with some drums first. Yeah, and then uh, that boom bap. Yeah, some boom bap <laughs> drums, and we added the little synth at the drop up. And that was like the main idea for like a while. Yeah. And then uh, we added like the second part with like the vocals on it, the juki part. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like Big Mac gave it that uh, like that Miami bass kind of mm-hmm. vibe, mm-hmm. Uh, which we threw in there a little bit as well. And, and tell me a little bit more. Also, you, you mentioned this uh, a second ago of the ability to play this out. Mm-hmm. Like as a DJ, I think one of the greatest advantages is that you can sort of audition some of these things, even at live shows and sort of see how people respond to that talk yeah. to me a little bit about that yeah i mean it's just like when it, when you make a, a fresh new idea you know and you want to just you're not very sure about it yet you know like it's obviously super dope to you um but then you know you want to make sure that it's super dope as as dope it is to you it is for everyone else right um and so yeah just in the middle of sets we'll just play new stuff play random stuff that we're really into and see if it goes off and do you, do you try to do that in every set uh, depends on the set, like especially right. if at club shows, if we have more time, you know, to kind of mess around and get weird with it, we definitely do it a lot more there. Um, at festivals, it's a bit difficult, right? Um, because right. there's certain things that we, I don't say we have to play, but you know, people, some people expect certain certain songs, you know, like especially all the new songs that we just put out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of more difficult to try to fit that, especially we usually only get like an hour at a festival or so. Right. Um, and things are a little bit more. Sh- structured and yeah. a little bit more set because everything is kind of depending on that like show wise yeah yeah exactly yeah um incredible man i want to get into this here uh we've got step it up and then we've got uh one more song too i can't hold on which is probably my favorite song off of volume three as well don't go anywhere we've got gta hanging out with us here in studio you are listening to dash Steve. why are you talking us Steve. Your step ain't like our step. Steve. Okay, okay. Yeah. You stepping yeah. alright. Can you step? 
Ah, yeah, there it is. Step It Up, GTA and Bauer featuring TT the Artist and Big Mac. Uh, that also off of Volume 3, Death to Genres Volume 3. GTA hanging out with me here in studio. Man, I appreciate you guys being in here and, and chatting it up. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us, man. Um, tell me a little bit more about what you guys have uh, coming up. Uh, so we have Phoenix Lights uh, this weekend, um, which we're playing all three sets of the three-night stand in one day. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so we're playing one a house set at the house stage. We're playing a yellow, like, Moomba Latin set at the main stage. And then we're doing uh, the red set, like a bassy set, um, like, like an after party or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You guys are bouncing around, man. Yeah. Getting that work in. Bouncing around, bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, tell me more about the three-night stand, because I think this is such a brilliant concept and fits the brand well. But tell me more about, like, how... This concept was created around Three Night Stand. I mean, uh, we were really just thinking about um, everything that we've been working on the past couple of years um, and just how different everything is and how much we want to play everything. Um, and usually our sets are like an hour and a half to two hours at the most. And um, so we thought, you know, what's like the best way we can like play all of this new stuff and at the same time, you know, kind of involve all of our fans. Mm -hmm. And so we came up with the Three Night Stand, which is three nights, three colors, um, all different vibes. So it's like the first night's purple night. It's going to be like techno and house. Mm -hmm. Second night's yellow night, which is like Moombatone, like world music, by the funk, all kinds of club music from mm. around the world. Mm. And then uh, the red night is like rap trap and like, you know, dubstep bass music. Right. Um, and yeah. yeah, man, I mean, we did five cities and it was crazy. Like just being able to see all kinds of, our, you know, all types of fans, you know, like waiting to hear all of the new stuff. Yeah. And, you know, some of our favorite things that we, would normally not play in our GTA set, yeah. you know? Right. And, and it really lets us get into each kind of genre, like, pretty deeply, because we get an hour and a half, like, just for one kind of genre. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Yeah. Are you, were you seeing fans come to all three nights? Like, the same fans in a particular city come to all three nights? Yeah. 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 And is that somewhat kind of the norm? Is that, it's more that versus people just kind of cherry picking, like, oh, I'm just going to go to the yellow night. I'd say that there's a... Not as many people come into all three, but definitely like the diehard fans will see them at all three shows. Um, it just, I mean, it's kind of like a mini festival. It's three nights. It's it's uh, it's it's a lot to, right. to ask for to come three three times, uh, three nights in a row. Um, but it's cool because at the same time, like anything that you're more inclined to, like you could go just for those like, exact nights, which happened a lot as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, I love the the concept. Do you feel like this is going to be something that you guys will continue to? roll out these like three night stands all over yeah definitely yeah. definitely and we're working on music as well to kind of coincide with that as well right yeah right i love the whole color thing too yeah. that makes a lot of sense too because like you know you know the way our brains work you then associate a particular color now with a particular sound yeah. or a set of experiences and you're like yeah that yeah. was the red night or now you, you know what kind of party you're in for so it, it's like you know purple night i know i'm gonna dance tonight and like yellow night, so I'm gonna be grinding on somebody's head. <laughs> right. And then red night is like I'm gonna be headbanging or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. is there something now when you guys are creating where you're like this would be this is red, this is totally red, or like oh this is are you guys like even associating those colors inside the studio or amongst yourselves? Yeah, yeah, we have been, and like you know, like for a long time we're always all over the place. That was kind of you know the whole point of death to genres. We're always all over the place. Um, now we're kind of thinking like. Hey, like this kind of fits to certain color, like mm. you're saying. Yeah. Is there a green? Is there an orange? <laughs> that's <laughs> Coming when you soon? Start, that's when you start mixing colors. Right, right. <laughs> True. Yeah, right. True. The, the, well, yeah, because so well, like a purple Latin trap is... song would be orange. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, mixing them together. I like that. I like that. There's a whole nother set of colors that you guys can be rolling out. Pretty soon you'll have like a seven night stand. You have a full like week of, of GTA. Um, all right, guys, I've got this song called I Can't Hold On uh, featuring Anna Luno. And this is just everywhere. GTA, Dylan Francis, Wax Motif. Like you got everybody together on this one. Yeah. Uh, tell us more about I Can't Hold On. So we've been uh, we've known Dylan for a long time and Waxy as well and Anna as well. And we've uh, just always working on beats. Sometimes we'll go over to Dylan's house and, and just work on some stuff. Um and yeah, this this track just kind of came together, and we had all these like you know cool sounds there. And then uh, Waxy, um, back from like over five years ago, I think he was working with Anna, mm. uh, just on some vocal stuff. And he's like, "Hey man, I have this vocal just sitting here. Let's you know let's try it out over uh, this track that we're working on." And yeah, he just kind of like pitched the vocals up so it, like sounds like like really high pitched. 
And it sound, just sounded really cool over the whole thing. And we showed Anna, and she was like, oh, man, this is awesome. And so she just started giving her little, like, flavor to it as well. And then right. that's just how the whole track came together. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm excited to play this here. Uh, we've got a bit more with you guys, too, when we come back. But we're going to play I Can't Hold On first. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to GTA. You're tuned into Dash Radio. My name is DJ Hoppa. I Can't Hold On right here, right now. All right, don't go anywhere. We've got GTA in the house. Uh, we're going to continue with the GTA takeover. I'm going to play some throwback tracks, uh, maybe not even necessarily throwback tracks, but other GTA records not off of the EP. These guys, I've challenged them. I've challenged them. Matt and Julio, are. you should see them. They're typing away on their phones trying to come up with three questions that the other should know the answer to. All of that coming up in just a moment. More GTA on the way right here on Dash Radio. Julio, you got your three? Yeah. All right, let me see yours. Here you go. Oh, you got all sorts. You even went all in with the emojis. I got the emojis on. All right. (laughs) Let's see if you know this. I'm going to stump down. All right, all right, all right. Let me see what you got over here. Here we go. No emojis. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Pretty simple. Uh, Okay. I hope you know it. (laughs) 
No peeking, no peeking. All right, here we go. Ready? Coming in here in three, two. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Dash Radio. I've got GTA in the house. Uh, Matt and Julio, I have challenged them in a game we like to call How Well Do You Know Each Other? And what I have asked them to do is to come up with three questions that the other should know the answer to. Um, and you guys, you guys have gone all in on this. I love this. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do ten points, ten points per question and answer. All right, cool. most points wins. Cool. All right, so what who wants win? to go first? Who wants? What do we win? Uh, a big round of applause. Oh, yeah. uh, nice. <laughs> Sick. Um, Chrissy will get your prize at the door. All right, here we go. Um, all right. <laughs> so who wants to start? I'll start. All right, Matt. You're gonna ask the question to Julio first. Here we go. All right. I hope you know this. All right. Name of my second cat. N- of not of the first cat. Of the second cat. Second. Name of Matt's first, second cat. And there's three cats. And there's three total. So the, <laughs> the middle one. I'm trying because there's <laughs> this pancake. Is- yeah. yeah. Whoa. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Pancake. Wow. Nice. That's your second one. Yeah. What are the What are the uh, first and third? So waffle. Waffle and pancake. Yep. And then bug is the last one. Bug. Yeah. Poor bug. Of- you ran out of ran out of breakfast well, uh, she, items. Because she has a story. She almost got uh, squashed in the middle of the road like a bug. Ah. Uh, but okay. we saved her from that. So okay. That's okay. How she Very got her cool. Name. Yeah. All right. There it is. She, she almost <laughs> could have been pancake though. But it was already taken. Right. It was already taken. She could have been pancake part two. All right. There we go. All right. So uh, Julio, what do you got here from Matt? First question. First question right here. You know this one. Favorite way to relax. Ooh, ooh. Favorite way to Julio's relax. Julio's favorite way to relax. Smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up. Yeah. I feel like. That was correct. Yeah, that, that was correct. You're right. like, that was correct. You got it. You got it. You guys are doing well, man. 10 and 10. Uh, we're tied here. All right, uh, Matt. Yes. Question number two. Okay. Let's see. This is a bit of a history one, yeah? Yes. All right. The name of the first DJ group that I was a part of. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I know this one. All right. All right. Uh, Miami House Connection. <laughs> yes. Yes. Miami House Connection. That was, that was correct, right? Yeah, that yes. was right. Of course. That, that was, was back in the uh, Swedish House Mafia days when we wanted to have a three-part name. Right. <laughs> With three letters. With yeah. three letters. Oh, yeah. M-H- MHC. M-H-C. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah. Shout what, out what? Javi and George. Uh, still back in Miami. And like Swedish House Mafia, you guys had broken up. Yeah, we went our separate ways. And like Swedish House Mafia, will you come back together potentially at some point? Next main stage appearance at Ultra. There there it is. There it is. You never know. You heard it here first. All right. Um, all right. Ready, Julio? Yeah, question yeah. number two. All right. Question number two. Favorite Kendall subspot. Ooh. Favorite Kendall subspot. Sub sandwiches, I believe. Big Bear? No, not Big Bear. Uh, Hungry Bear. Oh, uh, yeah, you got it. You got it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got it? You almost yeah. messed it up. I almost messed it up, but he got it. Yeah. Almost messed it up. <laughs> Hungry Bear. Yeah. So All right, I, what is Hungry Bear? Tell, you got to tell us about Hungry this. Hungry Bear is this sub shop. Uh, it used to be right behind Matt's house where we used to make the majority of our music. Yeah. Um, And it was right across the street from where I went to college. But ah. it was like, this is like where you go, like, you know, when you're a little stoned or whatever, or... You know, right after class, if you're hungry, you just go run over to or Hungry both, Bear. yeah, or, or both. both, yeah, you know. Um, and yeah, just like a little, little, super small sub shop, like mom and pop shop, and it's just like massive sandwiches. And what's the go-to there? I get the chicken Caesar sub. It's Ooh, really that fried. sounds good. Yeah. I got the burger sub. Ah, yeah. burger sub. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. so it's like a hamburger inside of a sub sandwich. Exactly. Whoa. I know. All right, all right. That's exactly why we're we got to we got to check out uh, uh, Hungry Bear, right? Yeah, Hungry Bear. Shout out Hungry Bear and Kendall. Shout out Miami Dade yeah. College. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right, guys, you guys are uh, killing it here. It's uh, 2020. Perfect scores here. Um, last and final question, Matt. You ready? Yes. Go ahead and ask him. All right. What is the first event where you saw me play? Slash, we also kind of met there as well. Hmm. <laughs> 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 SOS, right? Yeah. Ah, oh, is a, what it was. No, you know him very well. <laughs> yeah. All right, SOS. What was that? What did that stand for? Uh, Spirit of Sound. Yeah, yeah. Spirit of Sound. Uh, <laughs> it was okay. So there's like this like rave that we used to go to, and this is like 
I want to say like 2009. Yeah. I had just started raving and that was like one of the first raves I went to. I met Matt at and he was DJing and I remember I was like standing behind him like had no clue what he was doing. He was just pressing a bunch of buttons and I was vibing. I was randomly wearing a chef's hat yeah. for some reason. He's wearing a really? chef's hat. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I was wearing yeah, I was wearing sunglasses at night. <laughs> there, uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It was it was a match made in match made in heaven right there. <laughs> yeah. DJ heaven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um all right. Well man. All right, what do you got, Julio? You got one last one here. Yeah. See yeah. if you can stump Matt on this. For the win. This is for the win. What or for the tie. What high school did I go to? Ooh. 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 Oh, my God. Uh-oh. This uh, might be it. This might be it. Killian? Yeah, you're right. Oh, oh you got it. You got, got it. Man, can I, we get a I round of applause for GTA? Wow, you guys know each other very well. We're best oh, friends, year, man. We're best man. friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. I mean, that's a, that's a lot that you guys know about each other. Oh, so we, we both win an incredible friendship. Exactly, exactly. And a great high five. I'll give you a high five. There yes. it is. And a round of applause, right? And a round of applause. There it is. There it is. All right. Um, guys, you've got so much stuff that's coming up. You were sharing with us um, new music on the way. Yeah, yeah. So we're working on uh, a new EP and some singles as well. Um, can't go too much into it. Sure. Because um, we want to keep a bit of surprise. But yeah, we're doing that. Um, we're going to be in Europe a lot this, uh, this summer. Um, a lot of festivals were... Next week we're leaving to India, um, and uh, like Indonesia and and Thailand and stuff. Crazy, uh, just a bit of a uh, Asia tour. Um, yeah, and we'll just be touring a lot, festivals, club shows. Mm. We'll be everywhere. Talk to me a little bit more about this, real quick, because you guys have, um, I mean, you guys the the rise has been crazy, but it hasn't been like an overnight success either. I mean, there's just been a lot. I mean, we talked about it earlier with. Setting up your own stuff, yeah. following Rihanna around, you know, around Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, that was like at a, you know, you, you were like, yes, we, we've made it. We're making it. Yeah. Um, for anybody that's out there that is just getting started, uh, that maybe is a little bit discouraged with how their music is going, what is some of the advice that you guys would give? Well, I'd say patience is huge. Mm-hmm. And there's no rush to do anything um, one of the things that I always think about is like, oh man, like, why is this guy blowing up so crazy and, right. and all that kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, you know, like if we went and did that, like, where else do we go from there? You know, like there's, you have to look at the other end of it too. Like there's so much more room to grow mm. and that leaves so many more opportunities to do so many things, you know, like right. if we all of a sudden blew up and started playing arena shows everywhere, like what else are we going to do? Yep. You know, there's not, you can't like play like a world at one time, you know, like the whole world at one time kind yep. of thing. Um, so that's one thing to look at, you know, and, and keep in mind, you know, like there's, there's, oh, it's always a good thing to have room to grow. Mm. Um, you know, good music will always be heard and, and just be yourself, do you, you know, like don't try to just please other people. Just, you know, uh, make stuff that makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Julio? Yeah, definitely. Uh, just stay open-minded and, um, I think maybe staying in your own lane is probably like best, you know, mm, just, yeah. Not, find that lane. Yeah, find yeah. that lane and, and just don't let yourself get distracted by what other people are doing. Because, I mean, that's the, the only way that you're going to, you know, like really excel. I feel like everybody tries to make it seem like people's paths are supposed to be the same. Right. Like, you know, like it's not. Right. Yeah. That Like there's this linear comparison, right? Like that everybody started at the same start line and yeah. that there's the same finish line. And yeah. then you can look over and be like, oh, I'm ahead. Yeah. Oh, you're behind. Like that's not how it works. It's at like all. people, people like expect their opportunities to come in the same way that they come to other people. But mm. it can be very different. Yep. It could take longer. It could take shorter. The thing is, you have to trust the process. You have to trust yourself and mm. your ideas and really just follow through with it and yeah. stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's more gratifying that way, too. Like. You know, doing doing your own thing. Yep, doing it on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man, such great advice that you guys have had. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you guys here in studio. I want to remind everybody: uh, you can find out more about GTA and what they're all about, and where they'll be. Uh, all of their social is We Are GTA, um, and then I've also put up this interview as well on my website hopperworld.com i've got links back to all their stuff as well guys appreciate you being here uh everybody out there we appreciate you listening in and i usually like to end things like this music is life and life is good we'll see you tomorrow yeah yes sir awesome cool i'll just grab a couple drops and then we're out of here cool. okay cool um,
Yo, what's up? We're GTA. And you're listening to Dash Radio. Yo, what's up? We're GTA. And we're in... Oh, shit. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, what's up? We're GTA. And we're up next with DJ Happa. That's, I think that that's what we need for you guys. On there, like, hey, what's going on? It's DJ Hoppa letting you know about something special that we are doing here today on Dash Radio. We've got GTA. They will be in the building. Matt and Julio will be here to go through their entire EP, Death to Genres, Volume 3. You're not going to want to miss that. Stay tuned right here, right now to Dash Radio.